Welcome to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, a foster and adoptive and bio mama and a therapist in private practice. I'm here to help foster mamas feel seen, heard, and supported on their journey. From quick, actionable steps to make your foster care journey easier to interviews with foster and adoptive mamas, the Fearless Fostering Podcast delivers education and encouragement weekly. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Fearless Fostering Podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Burst, LCSW, and today's episode is mostly taken from an Instagram Live that I did a while back about foster mama trauma. Now, I have done episodes on this before, but this all started from me posting an Instagram post about foster mama trauma, and the response was pretty amazing. So most foster parents think of fostering no differently than everyday life once they settle into a routine, but nothing about foster care is normal, no matter how long you've been a foster parent. And actually, my Social worker just came to my house the other day for a visit and said those exact words to me. So it was nice to have that validation, but I want to share that with you as well. Because honestly, a lot of even the day-to-day of foster care keeps us in a state of hypervigilance and high stress and anxiety. And then your brain and your body hold that as trauma. And just because it feels like this is just what we do and getting into a routine, it's easy to forget that there are mental and physical consequences to living that way for any extended period of time. And so while it may sound dramatic to consider fostering trauma, your brain and your body react the same way as someone with PTSD over time. Now, this is not meant to scare anyone out of fostering. It's simply a reminder that when you appropriately take care of your body and mind, you can do hard things. So as I mentioned in this episode, this may mean seeing a therapist or attending a support group or even going on medication for a period of time. And I think it should definitely absolutely include spending time daily activating your parasympathetic nervous system with hot baths, yoga, meditation, or some type of stillness practice. So I'm going to let you get right into the rest of the episode, but if you have questions about any of this, please find me on Instagram at fearless underscore fostering or visit my website fearlessfostering.com. Let's dive into the episode. Hey friends, I hope you're having a great night. I wanted to come live as I promised you I would do last week and talk about what happens when you feel like you're getting uh, a handle on your thoughts and your stress and anxiety, but your body still feels really dysregulated. Like your body still feels tense. Your body feels like maybe you're not sleeping. Maybe you just feel very kind of lethargic, or maybe you feel like you're having physical symptoms of stress, like having pressure on your chest or backache or things like that. So I love this question because it is so obvious, right? We know that the body and the brain are so connected, but what I think that a lot of people don't realize is that we literally have to do something when we feel these symptoms over and over and over again. And this is this is the hard thing, and this is why I tell people to check in with themselves all the time, because we often are just going through the day-to-day stuff and we don't know that we are feeling this way or we don't understand that our physical symptoms are related to the stress and anxiety that we're dealing with on a consistent basis, especially as foster parents. So what I tell people to do is that you have to treat 
your body as if your body has been through trauma. This is exactly what I posted about in my Instagram post today. And I'm going to talk about it a little bit more now, just in a little bit more depth so that we can understand here are some of the ways that we can do that. So what we need to do is we first do need to have a way to process through our feelings. If you haven't done that with a therapist, with a journal, with a trusted friend, a group of foster mom friends, whoever it is for you that feels safe, that understands that you feel you can completely be vulnerable with, that is the place to start. And then once you start to process through that stuff, you have to remember, again, your body is still carrying a lot of this. So you have to have ways for your body to release it and release the trauma. So what I would say is that we need a practice or two or several to re get in touch with our parasympathetic nervous system to reactivate our parasympathetic nervous system. That is what is going to allow us to be in the rest and digest state instead of the fight or flight or freeze state that we often are in in that hypervigilant, stressed out, anxious mode. So a stillness practice is something that I always recommend, but not just any stillness practice, a practice that really feels like it is rejuvenating you and letting you recalibrate in your body a little bit. So one thing that I have been doing lately, cause I've been feeling it too. Um, I have been running a hot bath, even in the middle of the day, cause at nighttime, sometimes I'm just too tired to do it. But while the little ones nap and the other ones are at school, I will run a hot bath and pour a bunch of lavender oil in there and just put on some like really chill music for a little bit and just sit in a tub for 20 minutes. It is so nice just to be and just to kind of recalibrate. And I don't know what it is about the heat, but it really makes me feel like held and really supported. So you have to find what works for you. Maybe for you it's a shower, maybe for you it's sitting outside in meditation or just stillness, whatever it is, taking a walk, whatever you wanna do. But this is the other thing that's important to remember. Why I think it's important to talk about foster care in, in, especially for a long time, a long season when we're in it as trauma is because it, the same thing is happening in our bodies and our brains as happens to people who are going through other traumatic situations. So I like to use the example of like a Navy SEAL. Like people are signing up to do this really ridiculously hard thing of this work of being a Navy SEAL. They're like, yes, I'm gonna do this hard training. I'm gonna do this hard thing. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna be awesome. And then they do it and they are like, learning how to like hold their breath underwater for like five minutes and like doing all these like ridiculous things. They are trained and they, they sign up, they are trained and then they do this hard work. And then they maybe come home from a, a deployment or something and they're, they need to recalibrate. They need to totally deal with the actual PTSD that even in a non-war time, they're probably experiencing. The same is true for foster parents. And this is again, not to scare anyone out of being a foster parent. It's just to equip you better and to equip me better to be a great foster parent. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to stop ignoring the symptoms that are happening in our minds and our bodies. And we also have to stop thinking that we're crazy because we're experiencing them. We're not crazy. This is actual, real, legit stuff that we're dealing with. And I will be totally honest with you, um, some of you may need to talk to your doctor about getting on some medication for a little bit for even three to six months just so that you can have a reset in your nervous system because sometimes it's, it's the truth in my private practice and it's the truth with, with foster moms. Sometimes I tell people to do this work and, and I'm giving you the coping skills and they can't access them because their nervous systems are not regulated enough to access them. So what do we do when that happens? We then need to change the physiology of our brains and our bodies by using medication. 
to help us come back to a more calibrated state, a more regulated state, and then you can decide, do I wanna stay on this medication or do I wanna get off of this medication? It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It means there is something going on with your body and your brain and you've been carrying this hard thing for too long. So you need a little bit of a break to be able to continue on in the journey. And I think so many foster parents, and we know this, the statistics are staggering. In the first year of foster parenting, drop out of being foster parents or quit or whatever, or just don't take any more placements, whatever you want to call it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely no shame in that. If you are like, I fostered one child and that was all I could do, awesome. That is a huge blessing. That's way more than most people do. But I also think that wouldn't need to be the statistic if we were just willing to say, you know what? I, like a Navy SEAL, am signing up to do trauma. I am signing up to enter hard, hard work that's going to affect my body, mind, and soul. And so what I need to do, instead of just being like, do to do I did my basic training and I'm doing life and foster care is hard, actually do the things that you need to do to help yourself and help your body and your brain feel better, to help you be able to carry this hard thing. I'm gonna to be totally honest and totally vulnerable with you right now because that's how I roll and I think it's the most service to you when I am completely honest and vulnerable with you. So I have always shared that I have um, taken Prozac in the past for PMDD, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, because I turn into a not nice person <laughs> right around my cycle. But what has been happening for me lately is I have been so stressed and I'm not even aware of it. I just have been so stressed for so long that my cycles aren't regular enough for the Prozac to work. So I realized this, I'm like, uh, okay, something's going on here. I don't think this is helping me as much as it did. And I really feel like, I don't know. I don't like who I am right now. I don't like what's happening in my mind and my body. I don't feel like I'm my best self. I'm not a present parent right now. And it's hard for me to access coping skills in this state. So I went to my doctor and I told her exactly what was happening. And she was like, okay, why don't you just take it once a day? At least until things get settled, permanency is established for your daughter, why don't you just take it once a day? And I will tell you, the reason I'm even sharing this right now is because I have done that for the past two weeks and I have noticed such a difference, such a difference in the way that I talk to myself and the way that I am present with my kids and the mom that I am and the wife that I am and the way I show up to do work. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I actually just had a session with my therapist today and he was like, Kathleen, so what does that tell you that you feel that way and that's your response? And I was like, first of all, I needed it. <laughs> and he laughed and he was like, yes, but also it shows you that this has just been affecting you on a level that you didn't even realize. And I think that is what's happening for so many of us. So I'm not a prescriber of medication. I'm not pushing medication on anybody. I'm just telling you my own experience Hopefully it can help you too. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know really quickly about some amazing free resources for foster mamas on my website, fearlessfostering.com. I have a self-care quiz that will help you decide exactly what type of self-care you need at this point on your foster care journey, as well as a virtual retreat for foster mamas and an anxiety reducing email course all for free. Check it out right now on fearlessfostering.com. And now I literally, I can't share the details of our foster care case, but my therapist was chatting with me about today, like it could be a lot longer before permanency is established. And for the first time ever, he said that and I was like, you're right, it could be. And it wasn't this like, oh, like horrible, awful thought. I was like, you're right, it, it probably could be. And I was just able to accept that and sit with it and let it be. So I just had a lot of things. 
but I did it <laughs> hopefully in service to you. Let me know if that helps you. If you'd like to talk more about this, I'm a DM away and 